There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Andy Brant Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Dr. John Huber, we're going to be talking about. One in three has done something they regret at their company holiday party. <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. We'll be right back with Dr. John Huber, the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer. And get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. I'm singing to you, Dr. John. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's my, who is that, Peggy Lee? Who is that? Yeah. It is Peggy Lee? That's right. Wasn't she like 12 when she sang that? Something like that? 12, 13 years old? She was young. I want to say she was in her late teens. Early. I might want to look it Let's up. See. I think she was yeah. very young. Rocking around the Christmas tree, that was Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee. Oh, Brenda Lee, yeah. 1958, and she was born, she was 14. She was oh, 14. 14. There you oh, go. Look at that. Wow. I thought she was like 17. So Dr. John Huber with us, ladies and gentlemen. One in three has done something they regret at their company holiday party. We are just having a discussion, Dr. John, about the fact that you must be a little off because you're a psychiatrist with a sense of humor. What the hell happened to you? 
<laughs> well, you know, uh, one of the things that happened to me was uh, my dad sat me down and said, "Don't, don't look." Let all your training ruin the reason why people have always gone to you for there help. There you go. <laughs> that was very yeah, that, that was stuck with me. Sage. That's all I have Absolutely. to say. You know what's really interesting, Doctor John? Because you and I have never met. Right. Uh, I have a picture in my mind of what. Every time I hear your voice, I have a picture in my mind of what you look like, but I have no idea what you look like. Why do humans do that? Why do they have to put a face to a voice that they've never met, never yeah, seen? I do that all the time. I do too. When I first saw Tim Lammers, I was like, "That's not at all what I was expecting." Really? <laughs> yeah. Do, do people do that often, well, Doctor Huber? Yeah, there's this thing called gestalt, and what that means right. is you want to you want to make a whole out of parts. Yep. And so our brain, I mean, that's the way we are as human beings. And when you fill in the spots uh, with what you think things will be, and that helps you feel more comfortable talking with that person. And, oh, and yeah. Like well, yeah, I mean, the first however many hundreds of thousands of years of human civilization, it was impossible to have a voice without a face. Yeah, true. So, you know, we're... It, telephones are something that doesn't really make any sense from an evolutionary perspective, so... Correct. Correct. So we were just talking about the holiday Christmas parties, and we're about to talk about that with Dr. John Huber. Last time I went to one was 33 years ago, and I do remember uh, at that party, one guy finally at the end of the party, I said, I'm going to leave right now because uh, if I don't, you're not going to leave here alive. (laughs) <laughs> so that was that was the last Christmas party I went Sweet. to with the company. Sweet, that's this a faux pas. That's yeah. I, I you don't want to be arrested at your uh, no. holiday party for killing a coworker. Definitely. Although he had it coming, he may have, but it, it, it <laughs> kind of looks bad. You know, <laughs> it's not in the holiday holiday spirit. I mean, break a leg, maybe break an arm, but okay. killing, you know. That's interesting that you said that because what I told him was we were up on, on the second uh, floor of a, a duplex, and I did tell him I was going to throw him down the stairs and break both his arms and both his legs. So you kind of picked up a that was very that was astute, Doctor John. You read my mind. Yeah, holiday uh, holiday parties. They're pretty interesting. They are. And one of the big mistakes that we make, though, is when you get invited to a business, you know, your company's holiday party is not showing up. That That is bad mojo. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Uh, unless, unless somebody's having surgery or you've got, you've already, you know, got on your plane and boarded, uh, you need to be at the holiday party, even if it's just to make an appearance, stick around for a half an hour, and cordially resign and step out. Uh, that's it's important to be there. It's your business, it's your yeah. company, people you work with, and you tell them what's important and what's not in your life. Well, I suppose that is true, but they just don't even invite me anymore, which I don't blame them. Yeah, I want to be the guy that no one actually wants there. <laughs> so when I don't show up, they're happy. But, nope. but I always find it's interesting when you're the one they don't want there, how uncomfortable you make everybody. So I show up on purpose. And- <laughs> <laughs> Just to put them watch, ill at ease. Watch them cringe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's funny. That's a great idea, actually. What do you think Absolutely. of that? Absolutely. Double cross. Absolutely. The other thing I say is don't drink at these parties. It's oh. such a bad idea. <laughs> Everybody I know who's ever gotten fired at a holiday party was drinking, period. 
Yeah, I suppose. I suppose that I is mean, true. You get fired. Yeah, don't make out with the boss's wife. That's well, always a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, I just saw your picture for the very first time. Yeah, you don't look anything like I thought you did. <laughs> well, and, and, and depending when that picture was taken, since my first set of uh, pictures went out, I've dropped about 60 pounds. So. Wow. Well, actually, you look like you could be my brother. Are you from Minnesota? You, you look like a German guy from Minnesota. <laughs> well, I am German. German yeah. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah. So you are German, yeah. yeah. Well, and it sounds like your brother's quite a handsome man, anyhow. So. Oh, it's unbelievable how handsome the guy. He's got a beautiful smile. <laughs> he just starts cackling. That's really good. I had to look it up and see what you looked at. Yeah, it just. Yeah, actually, the only difference in the way you look, the way I thought you did, is I thought you had blonde hair. Oh, okay. For some reason, Huber made me think of blonde hair. Oh, I don't German. know why. Blonde. The, the Uber German. Yeah, Uber. yeah, yeah that's no. right. Uber German. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what yeah. it was. Well, I should send you pictures of my comedy show I did a couple weeks ago. I was wearing all leather. I want to hear about it. You did a comedy show? Yeah. So what? do you do them a lot? Uh, this is my third year in a row. And uh, here in Austin, Texas, we, we do a competition, and I host it, and go tell a few stupid jokes, and... And then uh, I've been able to participate in a sister program at, at, at uh, Comic Strip Live in New York twice. So, mm. we'll see. That's nice. Now, are you? Uh, oh God, we got to get to this. Cause you, how much do you have? The fifteen minutes? Because I just want to make I sure. Have 15 minutes. Well, I just yeah. want to make sure you get you out on time because I know you're a very busy guy, and I just I like your take on everything. So, not doing these things at at Christmas party. No. Do you think we'll ever get to the point we won't have holiday parties anymore because it's just there are people out there starving and what are we doing having our you know they they get that deal going won't they? Well, I don't know. You know, I think I think it all depends because you know there, there's there's a lot of people who they they would like to know their their coworkers outside of the office, but you know yeah. life is just really busy and these office parties oftentimes are the only times we get to see people when they're not working on this contract or trying to get that, that report out or whatever's going on. And it's it's kind of refreshing to see people in a different light. So until the lawyers get involved and start litigating because you made the wrong kind of cocktail or you put peanuts in the chocolate or whatever they somebody doesn't like, I think we're gonna we're gonna see them for a while. Well Dr. Huber I remember one time at a gathering, a ratings gathering for the radio station. Wow. We were all together, and, and that was back in the days when I was a big-time power lifter, the big-time weight lifter, when I was uh-huh. a younger man, Dr. Huber. But I'm walking through there, and this very pretty receptionist, she's had a few, and she comes up to me right in front of everybody and goes, how strong are you? And I said, I'm pretty, I'm pretty strong guy. She goes, See, well, so like, could you military press me? And I said, yeah, no problem. She goes, well, then do it. I go, no, 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 I'm not oh, going to no. military. She goes, no, I want you to do it. And I said, no, nah, I just don't think it's a good idea, I, I, whatever. She does a handstand in front of me, and she wasn't wearing any underwear. Oh. Was, uh, <laughs> I don't know how the how view was from out front. How did I know that was funny? Oh, yeah, I, I I don't know why she didn't have any underwear on, but it was right in front of everybody. It wasn't like in a you know the back room or anything. Right. It was right. right in the middle of the party. She decides she's going to do a handstand when she had maybe she was so hammered she couldn't remember she didn't have any underwear on. Probably, right. probably. I don't know. So that yeah, that's Doctor John. I got to be honest with you. I I, I am very nervous being because I don't drink. 
It's been many, right. many years. I don't drink at all, so it's being around drunk people makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, well, don't don't resort to meth just because you don't drink. Okay? That's the first. <laughs> That's, yeah. I will. I, I will follow your lead. Okay, don't don't go there. It's just you know, have sparkling water. It's what I do. Put a lime on it. Squeeze the lemon in there. Whatever. Sure. You know, nobody knows the difference. They've had a few drinks. And hey, what are you drinking? Uh, you know, right here. Just show it to them. They have to taste it. They they can't tell the difference. Yeah, that's you know that's another show we have to do to someday because like I said I stopped drinking seven years ago, but I don't when I stopped drinking it was like I stopped and never I haven't thought about it since. Awesome. Which I guess awesome. a lot of people it's really a struggle, isn't it? So one one of these days when you have an extra fifteen minutes, I want to talk to you about why it is. So basically, I think it was my brain, not the booze, that was the problem. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking anyway. Oh, don't be saying yes, Tevin. No, I saw just, that. Dude. Tevin's yeah, over there going, yes, he's absolutely my, right. He's my nuts. My thought is, I don't, I don't need alcohol to act crazy and have right. a good time. Right. And then I remember it all, so somebody can say, you did this. No, I didn't. I did this. You know, yeah. it just, yeah. just works out better that way. Boy, I would, I, I would, did not care for. I don't remember that. I would not care for that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It would not exactly. be my cup of tea. So. Okay, so you go to the holiday party, you don't drink at the holiday party, you do show up because it's the right thing to do, and, and then what? Do you, t- you say, even though it's, it's horrendous, you go, boy, the, the buffet's good. <laughs> well, one of the things I do recommend is that you do eat something, because if you do even just have one drink on an empty stomach, you may not expect the results you get. There's some anxiety about being there, and your body's going to react to that alcohol a little bit differently. And then something that we don't often think about is it's a holiday party. If you work in an office where everybody wears suits, that party is not the time to wear a pair of blue jeans. You know, you need to dress at least office appropriate, and then maybe take it up a notch. A little bit more formal but not so formal that everybody feels like they're underdressed. Yeah. Because you don't want to stand out with this as this is, you know, a black tie event, and then you kind of look uh, maybe like you're you're trying to kiss somebody in, in an appropriate way, yeah. of, if you know it. How about if I borrow well, a suit from Dante Culpepper that's made out of $100 bills? Remember that, Tim, yeah, he had yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't return it's the problem. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, there is a big problem. Probably wouldn't be very nice to show up in a suit made of money. Probably not a good image. No, no not at all. And and remember that, you know, they are your coworkers, so you may not like them. You don't have to like them. Again, it right, is right. You know, it's kind of a politics play going to these parties. And you want to show up. You want to be cordial. You never know who's watching. There may be board of directors there, CEOs right. sitting there waiting to make their next you know, management shift or change. And, and depending upon how you react and handle that kind of stress may be significant for them. So yeah. it, it, it's, it's always it's always business. Don't forget that. You know, you want to have fun, you know, bring your spouse. Make sure you warn them, hey, so-and-so is always hitting on all the guys there. So just ignore oh, yeah. her, you know, let them know what's going on. Hey, we got a business merger going on with this company and some of the people are going to be there. Don't talk about, you know, you know when I complain about stuff, don't complain about anything at work to, you know, to anybody because they may be trying to find out, you know, secrets before they buy the company or whatever. One of my so favorites of warn, all. Warn your, warn your partner, warn whoever you're bringing. Yeah. Prep them just like you prep yourself by dressing office appropriate. And if you think, hey, it's a little short, 
if you have to put that word, maybe it's a little too short, then don't wear it. If it's a little too yeah. revealing, don't wear it. If the cleavage is a little too deep, don't wear it. it it's just, you know, think about grandma, you know. And I know some of you have grandmothers who danced on poles. Think about your best friend's grandmother then. That's so. really nice. Grandma <laughs> up on the pole. There's a great visual. Well, when she was younger. When right. she was younger. Got my, bills. my grandma, Minnie, was six feet tall, weighed 200 pounds, and was not fat. So I, I can't see wow. her up on the pole. She was a big uh, German woman, buddy. Uh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> she was. They She's can a back big... They can backhand really well. Oh, yes. There's no doubt about that. Sweetest woman on earth, though. <laughs> She was just a sweetheart of a woman. I um, yeah, but if you pick her off, man, oh, pay God, for yeah. it. Yeah, there's no question about that. <laughs> I there was a woman one time at a at a holiday party. God, I can see her right now. As a matter of fact, so she and this other guy just kind of disappear. So we thought they're out kissing somewhere or whatever. Who knows? So he comes back into the party and oh, five minutes later she comes back into the party. One problem. She accidentally tucked her skirt into the back of her underwear. <laughs> wait, wait. Do the mirror check, people. Do the mirror check. Yeah, I gotta do the mirror check. It was phenomenal. She's got her entire skirt tucked uh, into her underwear. I'm like, well, what were you doing? Yeah, yeah there's no the lights were down low. <laughs> the lights were down low. There was the problem there. Uh, it, it tends to be uh, an uncomfortable situation for. Um, I, I don't know. It's kind of it's hard to explain the situation, but some people, and, and I don't know why, but some people are afraid of me if they don't know me, and I don't know why that is. Um, do you guys know why? That, do you, you know what I'm talking about? Some people just are really uncomfortable around me because they think I'm going to punch them or something. I don't know what the hell it is. I think it's just because right. your persona on the radio. No, nah, maybe, yeah, and I suppose. When they, they, people didn't get to see you for a long time. Long time, yeah. You I were didn't. elusive like Bigfoot. God, I wish I were still Bigfoot. <laughs> Doctor, do you have one more segment? Can you do five, ten more minutes? Or do you got to go? Um, I, I actually need to be going here in a few minutes. I, I have to travel to my next appointment. And uh, I don't, you know, I mean, right. I, could, I, could, I could jump in the car with the wireless, but I don't know how my reception is going to be. Well, tell you what, why don't, we, why don't we have you on again before Christmas because I'd like to talk more about I love talking to you. You're great to talk awesome. to. Awesome. Awesome. So well, what? I enjoy talking with you. You make it easy, even though I am a little intimidated. Oh, nice try. <laughs> yeah, okay. Boy, look at the time. Dr. John, we'll reach out in the next couple of weeks before Christmas, if that's all right. Please do. That's awesome. I look forward to it. Thank you, sir. Dr. John Huber, ladies and gentlemen, MainstreamMentalHealth.org. That's MainstreamMentalHealth.org. This is a man, Dr. John Huber, travels all over the United States and I think even the world doing speeches. He's uh, he's in demand, there's no doubt about it, so it's great having him on. Dr. John Huber, we'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The X-Chat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The X-Check app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, 
The contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck, safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Greatest Christmas song of all time. I know. I think I've heard it about 40 times already. What about the Beatles song? Oh, McCartney? Oh, that's the worst song in the world. Although John's not much better either. Which, which one's that? So this is Christmas. Although I like what that What have one. you done? <laughs> well, he's just so depressing. He's it's like, so God... God, I mean, you know, he sings this song about <laughs> heaven's in another world. Oh, you got John Lennon. Oh, so this is Christmas, and what have you done? He tries to drag people of color into it. And then, oh, wait a minute. He's always <laughs> been the he, worst. Yeah, the, the worst though is yep. I already know Stevie what you're gonna Nicks, say. Stevie Nicks, Silent Night. Oh nope, never mind. That's she not sounds like a. Were you gonna say the uh, the, the Christmas shoes is the worst Christmas song? Oh song. God. Where's the baby? Bad, like it's a great, song. great song, yeah. and like the oh, message and all that. Sad as hell. You I don't want to cry during Christmas. So who died? The kid or the mom? The, the mom. The mom was about to die. some shoes for his mom. So she oh, have much time to live. Yeah, she's dying of cancer, and, and he wants like, to buy her some shoes so she looks beautiful when she needs oh, yeah. Jesus. I'm tearing up yeah. over here. Thanks. <laughs> no, no, no thank you. Just saying it. Just saying the story mm-hmm. makes you tear up. It's like, horrible. You're just picturing some little kid by themselves in like a Kohl's checkout line. Yeah. And she'd have Money, like, you didn't have enough money to buy the shoes, and the guy tell, in front of him in line yeah. gave him money to buy the shoes. So he tell the break. cashier to hurry up because she doesn't have enough. Like, oh, man. she's not gonna. She's not gonna make it. Like, what? pretty much. Through. Dad says she doesn't have much time, so he's trying to mm-hmm. hurry up and get oh, her shoes. God. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Surprised no one's made a. It happens over your tear and up. That and the yeah. Can I get those? <laughs> that and the uh, the politically correct. Baby, it's cold. Oh, I hate that so much, I can't even tell you. Very embarrassing. I really can't stay. Okay, goodbye. Right. I mean, oh. That's the, basically the whole song. When, when that, a couple years ago when I first like made the <laughs> waves me. and everybody was talking about it, yep. I was go I was working and uh, I was like just going off on how stupid it was and like I was just ranting Uh-oh. for like five ten minutes and the people that I was talking to, one of them like after I get done speaks up, they're like, uh. My best friend actually wrote that song. I, like, I did it in front of her father <laughs> at the uh, the tour to cure bike bike race two years ago. Remember that's when yeah. she wrote like two three years ago. Yeah, yeah. 
guy comes up to me and goes, Tom, I got to tell you. So this is after the race. We've been riding now for, you know, 26 miles. Mm-hmm. He comes out the race. He goes, God, Tom, I got to tell you, my daughter wrote that song. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Like, sir, I stand really by. Really nice guy. Stand by every word. Yes. She's a wonderful person. <laughs> I just, why do we need to do that? Do you guys understand? I mean, Tevin, how old are you now? Uh, 27. So you got 27. You got 30, what, 8? 38. And you got 33. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll ever get to the point where we can just accept everyone the way they are and not worry about this the whole thing? And and especially because like back when that song was written, like it was a different time. It doesn't make it okay, but it's not like they're actually talking about like sexual assault. No. Like, Did he say sure? Does it sound bad? Yeah, it sounds bad if you think of it in that way. But there's a lot of stuff that you can twist and morph. I into. know. Oh, yeah. No. Listen to pretty much any love song and imagine right. the guy is like a stalker. Right. Yeah. It. Standing outside in the rain, like crying, holding the boombox. Yeah, you yeah. sound like a crazy person. But that's not but... the. That's you're not supposed to like immediately assume the worst right. about people. I mean, look there. at look at the police sting. I'll be watching you. Well, that mm-hmm. actually is about. Why do they still play that one? That yeah, was that's, creepy. That's true because it is about a stalker, but people you think it's like do. the most <laughs> love. They think it's about a guardian angel, so they're like, "Oh, how nice." We'd be known the world around. I'm going to rewrite that song. We'll cut it this week. I'm be like, "I'll take off my shirt." You take off your bra. <laughs> we'll just change it completely. So just, all it's about is having sex. It'd be super offensive. <laughs> and don't be such a bitch. <laughs> Start calling a woman a bitch in the song. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we'd be famous. Should we write Christmas shoes, but at the end, it turns out the mom's okay and the kids just wanted some new shoes. <laughs> yeah. Or, He's using the cancer card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's Take using her, her cancer home. card. Oh, yeah, That'd my the mom's greatest. got the same size shoes as me. Weird. But. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the greatest if they fight? kid finds out he goes home and finds out his mom's only got one leg left? Oh. Oh, oh, two price? shoes yeah. for no reason. <laughs> oh, what, well, what you can't they, buy one shoe, so. What's it yeah. called? The Christmas shoes? Yeah, yeah that what it's Christmas called? shoes. Yeah, Christmas like shoes. Who does it? Some country singer? <sighs> That's a good know. question. Sounds like a country song to me. It sure does. It's terrible. Well, she Christmas shoes by and because oh, it's a Christian group. Yeah, because even like at one point, like it's like a chorus of like a kids singing like the song. So it's like a church choir of kids in some versions of it. So it's really sad. Literally, put it on when you want to cry. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, I suppose it's true. Every time I think of of religion, I think of the NFL player on one knee thanking Jesus for the touchdown. And the other half of the picture is Jesus was his feet up watching hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's awesome. It's one of my favorite cartoons of all time. He's not even watching the game. <laughs> How great is that? I don't know, that stuff. Yeah, that's the one thing about Christmas time. And you, as you guys get older, it it gets pretty rough because then your mom and dad are gone and then mm. you're, oh, God, it's hard at first. Yeah. Well, you can be like mom and still have parents when you're 60. Yeah, honest to God, her parents are 93 and 96. They're hanging in there pretty well then. 93 and 96 years old. Mm -hmm. I had a great grandma that she lived to be like into her 90s. Did you? Yeah, she was. All she did was bake cookies and like she was. So when we built our house, my parents, uh, there was like a week where they worked. 
like both the same shift, so nobody was there in the morning to get us off to school. Right. And so my great grandma came and stayed with us, and our driveway was probably like a hundred yards long and uphill. Oh God! And she insisted on walking us to the end of the driveway. Oh no! I'm like grandma, like you don't have to do this. Like, well, we can we're yeah, we can walk ourselves in. There. She's like. She would walk us to the end of the driveway and like wait for the bus to probably pull out. kept her alive. And then at the end of like the day when we'd come home from school, she'd be at the end of the driveway waiting Aww. and walk them back down. See how so, yeah. sweet that is, sweetheart. So this is your dad, your mom, or your mom? Uh, this was on my dad's side. On your dad's side, yep. your, or my stepdad's side. Oh, your stepdad's side. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> Why? Oh, wait a minute. Your step, your stepdad was a honky, or what? Yeah. He was yeah. okay. So did the grandma say? I heard you people are good at sports. <laughs> Did you ever do <laughs> no, that deal? I used to hear that all the Why time, you know, you back in the neighborhood. Football? Yeah. Why don't you play football, Devin? No, the most I think the most colorful thing I ever heard from like any of my relatives, my grandpa was watching oh, no. <laughs> my grandpa was we were watching oh, no, some show. Grandpa. I can't even remember what we were watching. <laughs> and there was some beautiful woman on on TV, and he goes, well, would you look at the udders on that heifer? And my grandma goes, <laughs> well, my grandma is like, Dennis. Look at the udders what? on that heifer. jeez, like, grandpa. At the time, I was like eight years old. I was like, what? Look at the grandma. udders on that heifer. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm going to use that tonight with Kim. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. walk in and go, hey, so heifer. you on the couch then? Uh, yeah, for many years. Yeah. For many years, I'd be sleeping on the couch. That's absolutely true. There's no getting around it, and that's all I have to say to you. No, but I, I just, yeah, Christmas time, this time of the year now, I love it. I love Christmas a lot, but, man, you look back at all the people that used to be in your life and not around anymore, it, that gets tough. I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. So you got that coming, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm used to it. <laughs> and, of course, when I was a little kid, my dad being mentally ill, he would sit there and stare up at the ceiling. It was really a thrill. Okay, Dad, what do you see in this time? Yeah. Oh, God, it was a hideous. Climate change, gun violence, the very nature of democracy, and an angsty little movie star called Forky helped propel existential to Dictionary.com's word of the year. Existential is the word of the year. The choice reflects months of high-stakes threats and crises, real and pondered, across the news and the world, and throughout 2019... In our data, it speaks to the sense of grappling with our survival, both literally and figuratively, that defines so much of this discourse, uh, says John Kelly, senior research editor for the site. The word earned top-of-mind awareness in sustained searches at Dictionary.com in the aftermath of wildfires in Hurricane Dorian and mass shootings in Christchurch, New Zealand, El Paso, Texas. It also reared itself in presidential politics and pop culture, including Via Forky with the white plastic spork, who was the breakout star why do they have to point out that the plastic is white? Why? Why? Well, I don't why? think that. I think that was just an innocent little adjective. I time. don't think so. Well, the spork. Because hey, there's no black forks, are there? Are there black plastic? Well, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. But in order yeah. for it to like look good on screen and be bi- bright, right. vibrant, because right. he has like a red mouth yeah, and blue right. eyes right. that would like get washed out mm-hmm. with a black spork. And like every like when. You make like every spork is when you think cheap like plastic day, silverware, yeah, white, you think yeah. white yeah. plastic yeah. stuff mm-hmm. or yeah. clear or the clear. Well, the, the clear is the fancy. Yeah, clear stuff. is oh, that's fancy. It looks like oh, crystal. That was fancy. Yeah, if you're gonna step and it up, then you got the silver that looks like yeah. it's metal. Silver plastic. Oh. That's that's huh? the good stuff. That's really that's trying to trick somebody. Bust out with the china. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, the china. The the oval ones or the round ones? I don't. I like the ones with the compartments. 
The compartments, absolutely. You can separate I understand. Your food. Yep, the lunch trays. <laughs> I don't want my food touching. <laughs> Among search spikes for existential were those occurred after both Bernie Sanders and 16-year-old climate activist Greta Thunberg characterized climate change as an existential crisis, as well as when Joe Biden painted President Donald Trump as an existential threat. Actually, existential was a big, big word on CNN for about three days. Everybody was saying it was existential. Mm. Everybody. Of course. But they do that. I mean, you will see on these news stations, Fox does it, CNN does it, MSNBC does it, the whole shooting match. They will get one word, and they will just go, oh. Oh, yeah. And and the word, of course, right now is bribery. Because the other one didn't. What what was he supposed to do before he was? It wasn't bribery. It was what? That Donald Trump was guilty of? The emoluments thing. I think he's guilty of being Donald Trump, honestly. Well, at this point, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what he's guilty of. I mean, it's it's not zero attention. Right. And one day it's it's always about to be impeached and it's guilty. And and then the next day it's the complete opposite. He's never going to get get impeached because the Senate is Republican. And I don't care if he shot someone they were not going to impeach him just like they didn't impeach bill clinton who lied under oath uh you know and again i'm not taking sides here on i don't like any of these people they're all politicians they're out most of them are disgusting not all of them you know i met met ryan winkler was on the show congressman ryan winkler he's going to be on the cakey morning show he was a really decent guy i thought Mm -hmm. there are some really decent people that actually just want to uh, get it done, but but when you turn in the news now and you see these people getting angry because their side didn't say it first, could we just serve the people? Would that be okay? We pay you a lot of money to serve the people, and all you want to do is serve your party, which I find disgusting. Right, the party should be America. The party should be America. That's I care if you're Republican or Democrat. Yeah. You should serve America, not your party. Mm-hmm. They're never going to find. You know what I will predict though. And I'm flat out serious. Adam Schiff is going to sign at least a $40 million book deal, I bet. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. This is all about him signing a book deal. The, the whole thing for him is about his book deal. There was a guy, and I don't know who the hell it was, but it was some friend of mine sent it to me. It was supposed to be Adam Schiff being too close to a camera. You know how his eyes are like this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see, like, the whites all the way around his irises. Have you noticed that? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got that. I, what is that? Graves disease. Or Graves disease. Legionnaire's disease. <laughs> <laughs> he started vomiting. I don't know. Yeah, it's called Graves disease. But Graves. this guy, he looked just like him. He's like, what? What? Are you talking to me? It was very <laughs> funny. So, like, I, they're not going to impeach the president. They didn't. And, and let's just be honest. The, Democ- the Democrats are paying back the Republicans. The Republicans should have never gone after Clinton because they knew they were never going to get him. I mean, he lied under oath. They proved he did. They still couldn't get him, and they're not going to get Trump either. Would you stop pissing our money away? Wouldn't that be nice if they stopped spending our money on garbage like this? Yes. God, now it's bribery. Like, whatever. So bribery, like, you know, every other politician does? Yeah, I know. I was going to say, is he the only one, really? Mm -hmm. Do you feel, as a black man in America today, that that a lot of politicians try to bribe black people into voting for them? So they're not treating you like with respect. It's like you need to do something for me. Right, or they'll do like the like was it Hillary Clinton? This was years ago. She did like there was the uh, uh, I forget whatever 
social media craze it was where people mm. would like freeze and they take a video. Oh yeah. And then like the next frame they'd all be dancing and stuff. And mm-hmm. she did oh the mannequin challenge. That's what it was. It's called the mannequin challenge. And so she it did sounds like a lot like the Harlem Shake. Or yeah, like a similar dance craze like that. And so she did that like on a plane and like did a dab and like tried to like relate to like black oh, culture. God, like, I hate that you so don't, much. Like this is you don't have to pander. <clears throat> like we're not dumb. Like this isn't like oh she did she did the mannequin challenge. I'm gonna go vote. Can I vote now for her? I know. Isn't I, I find it so disgusting. Yeah. And we'll close with this because we got to get to uh, Kostaki. Um, I just really wish we'd get to a point, like I said, when people weren't just trying to get something from you by pretending they like you. Yeah, I hate that so much. They've never been around black. They've never seen true racism. No, because you live. I, in- you're out in the Hamptons in exactly. your little bubble or wherever you are. You've yeah. never even seen racism. I've seen probably middling racism. I've never seen true racism because I'm white. You know, I, I any I can't remember ever seeing a lot of fist fights or anything. It, my neighborhood wasn't like that though. It just wasn't. It was an inner city neighborhood and it wasn't like that. We shall take a break and be right back. Kostaki Economopolis here to complain about the Atlanta Falcons, and we'll find out about the Minnesota Vikings. Kostaki next with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, the Ultimate Weight Loss Program, powered by Nutmost, is having an early holiday sale. Well, you'll receive 20 to 30% off the cost of the program. Shed those unwanted pounds and look great before the holidays get here. Lose 20 pounds or more. Consumer guarantee. See website for details, ultimatewl.com. Ultimate's plan is unlike any other weight loss program out there. With over 1 million pounds lost to date, and clients like me will tell you, that this is a weight loss program that works. This plan is customized for each individual person, and the Ultimate Weight Loss staff will be there for you every step of the way. They help me change my life, and they can help you too. Start to live your healthiest life and schedule an immediate consultation in their new Edina location or Plymouth with expanded hours. And look great for the holidays. Sale ends Saturday, November 9th. Call now and save. 763-333-7337. It was a cold December morning when Kostaki Economopoulos showed up on the podcast. How you doing, man? I'm good. It is a, it is a cold December morning, I bet. Where oh, you are. oh yeah. yes, it is indeed. Yes. Indeed it is, sir. <laughs> Colder than a witch's tit. Uh, once yeah, written by J.D. Right. Salinger. And the well digger's <clears throat> ass, yeah. <laughs> well digger's ass, that's exactly right. <laughs> Somebody told me this one one time, cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. Oh, no. yeah. Jeez. Hmm. Balls off a brass monkey. Bra- do you have any brass monkeys at your home? I do not. I, I don't either. say that I do. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened to my brass monkey. Apparently it moved, working, monkey. moved to a warmer climate. I was working climate. in Montana, and it was cold there. I, on, I walked to the show, and it was 11 at the time. Where were you in Montana? 
I did Whitefish, Montana on Friday, and then I did Lewiston, Idaho on Saturday. How great. is that? I loved it. I, yeah. When you, get, when you get to towns that small and that far away from population centers, you get a little extra boost because they're happy you're there. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And, I agree completely. Uh, beautiful little towns, especially uh, Whitefish is great. Yeah. There's so much character. I understand completely. How'd your team do, man? My uh, my my football team is yeah. not doing well. No, my Still, they lost my, another one. <clears throat> my team lost on Thursday, so like, it's nice to get oh, it out of the way. Right. That's right. I was on the road. <laughs> I was on the yeah. road, so I didn't get to watch it. What are you going to do? <laughs> were you driving somewhere? Or are you no, on we your way back from a Thanksgiving thing? Yeah, we went to uh, to Sedona, Arizona. For uh, actually, it's in Cottonwood, but nobody knows where that is. It's about twenty minutes from Sedona. Uh, okay. We were lucky enough to be in Sedona and the Red Rocks when it started snowing. Oh, my oh, wow. God, was it beautiful. Woo, was nice. it beautiful. It's amazing. Thanks. Yeah, it was great. It was really nice. Well, happy holidays, everybody. How about your Thanksgiving? Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Yeah, we, we sometimes really go bananas. We travel and we got two kids, and, you know, we're running around and family. And, and this year we just took it easy. It was just, we just hung out, watched football, did nothing, which for a guy who travels for a living was very nice. Yeah, it is very nice. That would be great, as a matter of fact. Yeah. All right. Good. Where should we start? Because you don't have the Vikings until tonight. That's right. That's right. A real team. I'm rooting for the Vikings. My my newfound favorite, second second favorite team. Well, I like them. Really? Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're a fun team to watch. And, you know, calling you guys and giving up on my team. That all. <laughs> <laughs> giving up on my team. Um, tough road to hoe tonight, though, man. Seattle, that's not going to be easy. No, I think Seattle's one of the best teams. They are. I think they have a real shot at, at winning the Super Bowl. I think there's there's several really good teams. This year's interesting. I feel like more more often there's more parity. There's a couple of dominant teams and a couple of terrible teams. And I feel like this year there's like ten really good teams. Yeah. And like seven really terrible, terrible hurt-your-feelings teams. So, I don't know. There's more. There's more... It's like America. <laughs> yeah, more, that's right. There's less middle class this year. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that is true. Um, I, I have to ask you a question. Where the hell yeah. did Baltimore come from? My God, they're good. They're so good. I, that's the team that's going to save us from another Patriots Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I said at the beginning of the season, I said this Lamar Jackson story is going to be one of the top three or four things yeah. to watch this year. Can yeah. that work in the NFL, in the modern NFL, that style of play? And, man, he got his passing down, and that defense is good, and they're fun. I, I like that team. They're fun to watch. I agree completely. A lot good of good, re- really good stuff. I, I would yeah. like to thank you right now for not bringing up the Minnesota Gophers uh, football game because uh, <clears throat> we'll just keep moving on, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Had a chance to go well, to the Rose Bowl, pissed little... it right down our leg. It was unbelievable. They're, you know, they're, they're played a little above their heads this year. That's yeah, good. Apparently that's, that's true because they were uh, dreadful. They have to come crashing down eventually. <laughs> oh, it was a crash. Yeah, right. Well, we had some we had some bad teams win this week. We had Bengals won, Dolphins won, Indians right. won. Um, they even let Rudy play at the end of one of the games. So it should be a lot of underdogs. Rudy, Rudy. Uh, the, the Bengals won, so there are no more winless teams in the NFL, which led the 2017 Browns and the 2008 Lions to crack a bottle of Boone's Farm to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Boone's Farm, baby. Boone's Farm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where's the last time you saw Boone's Farm? It's been a while. I had to look it up to make sure I was saying it right because I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's. Did you know it's 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 Boone apostrophe s, and then farm, not plural. Like in my head, it's like Boone's Farms. I don't know. I, I had it wrong. Boone's Farm. It's been a while. Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Those are the, Ooh, those are the days. Mogan David, baby. <laughs> Mogan David. <laughs> do you think that the average American knows what a Mogan David even is? I know. I don't. I don't think they do. <laughs> it's the star of David. Mogan David is the star of David. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was. I assumed that it was somewhere along the lines of Boone's Farm or like Zima. <laughs> Zima. Zima. Yeah. The very famous Zima. Zima. I feel like Zima's back. I think that's yeah. what White oh, Claw really? is. It's yeah. the same universe oh, of well, thing, right? Well, and Zima came back like two years ago. There was like a summer where they released like limited really? edition Zima, and so me and my friends were like, "Oh, let's see what all the hype's about." Gross. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. What does it taste like? Like a lemonade or something? It's just like, yeah, it's just a blah. Like you drink one, yeah. you're like gut rotten. No. It's like Sprite went bad. Yeah. yeah. It's like something happened. <laughs> really? To yeah, a good mm, soft drink. Taste sensation. I feel the same way about White Claw. I hope that's not one of your sponsors. That's not one of my favorite things. Well, I, not I, anymore, there. No, that's because you're not a middle-aged <laughs> white woman. <laughs> I, I am forced to drink White Claw because it's the only like thing gluten-free that they offer. <laughs> it's horrible, but I'll drink it because it's booze. That, come on. You just proved the point. It's the only thing gluten-free. That's, the value. that's how you pick your beverages. I know. Right. I'll, I'll go to a place and they're like, oh, yeah, we have beer and we have White Claw. I'm like, oh, you don't have any angry orchard? No, we have White Claw. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what are well, you the modern do? world, they do have gluten-free beers now. You got, I mean, I'm, I imagine you can't get those at a typical bar, but no. they do exist, yeah. right? Really? I think they do, but yeah. I usually just yeah. get Angry Orchard, which is good. It's cider. There you go. Cider, That's a good so. answer. Uh, yeah, right. I like ciders. They're like they're like beer and wine had a baby. Yeah. Nice Ooh, there you really go. fun apple juice. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, I'd hurl like a madman. Oh, Alcohol good. and apple juice. Oh. It's good. Hubble. <laughs> what's it? The uh, Technicolor Yawn or whatever? Technicolor <laughs> Yawn, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will tell you this. <laughs> 53 years ago, I drank some um, peppermint schnapps. Oh. I can still not stand the taste of it to this day because I hurled. I think everybody how many, how many years ago was that? 53 years ago. <laughs> okay. I, I understand. I, I, I might not have been a teenager yet. Yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> has a schnapps story. 66-year-old yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They can't have the apple schnapps or this person can't have the root beer schnapps oh, because yeah. they got right. too yeah. sick on it. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yep. That's that right. was mine. Tequila, it was peppermint usually that happens with tequila at some point. Yeah. Although my favorite still is a guy I know is the is the father of someone very close to me. <laughs> Apparently, he was drinking the your peppermint schnapps. Came home back in the days when they used to have the furry covers on the toilet seat. Oh, Remember oh the furry yeah. Covers? What horrible yeah, ideas yeah. those were. And right. then there was a rug around the toilet too, mm-hmm. just as furry. Apparently the Technicolor yawn got on the on the toilet seat and the rug, uh-huh. so he put him down the the laundry chute. They landed on one of the pipes to the house, the the furnace. The whole house smelled like vomit and peppermint. They don't cancel out, do they? They do not cancel out. So it, I, apparently, I wasn't there, but apparently it did not smell too good. No, nope. that's hilarious. I love it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I think 
I think most humans have that experience with tequila at some point in their oh, lives. God. It's like it's like oh. a breakup. It's like I, I can't see you for a while. I yeah. don't. I won't drink tequila. It tastes gross for one. I don't right. know. It's like drinking poison. It tastes like poison. It acts like poison. It's not delicious. And yet no, you drink right. it anyway. Why? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I don't get it. Either. But it does go with beer. If you have to, if you're having a shot with beer, it's kind of a nice match. Uh, if you're, it's a pairing if you're thing. In a situation then. where you're pounding beers and right. you are, <laughs> and you are <laughs> pressed into drinking a shot as well. That's all I'm saying. Are you working toward my tequila story? Is that what you're doing? You're trying to expose Oh no! Me? Let's hear it. This 60 seconds, <clears throat> guy opens a Mexican restaurant. He goes, Tom, would you come over for our grand opening? I said, absolutely. I love <laughs> your great st- beginning to a tequila story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we go to this place, and he goes, Tom, I would like you to have a glass of tequila with me. I said, you don't want to give me tequila. It's not a good idea. And he goes, no, 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 this is 100-year-old tequila. And he oh, goes, wow. we just have one. And I said, okay, I'll just have one. It's 100 years old. It's an honor. I appreciate you thinking of me. He comes out with a water glass almost full of tequila. (laughs) So I drink the thing, and he comes back, and he goes, Tom, would you like another? And I said, no. Oh, didn't you like it? I said, no, it was really good. Why don't you want another? Because I'm really pissed off, and I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) It's the stuff that made me angry. It was weird. Why would that (laughs) That happen? That is weird. <laughs> well, a lot of things make me tequila. Oh God, it was delicious. It really did taste good. Hundred years. Wow. So you got to wait a hundred years, Andy, and then you can have it. Oh, All right. All right. So in any case, what is that? Four generations. That's a long time to yeah. wait. It is a long time to wait, <laughs> indeed. Uh, can you imagine? Uh, speaking of being sick, the uh, Patriots had the flu this week. That's what I heard. Um, well, which is only fair. They've been making the rest of us sick for years. Thank you. So, <laughs> thank you very uh, much. They actually took two different planes to the game to try to keep the sick people away from the yeah. people. The quarantine plane? Yes, they actually had that. Oh. I wish we could all do that. You know, like anybody sneezing and coughing, you're on that plane over there. That would yes. Be... Or split it up by family situation. You got a baby, you're on that plane. Like, <laughs> See you later. Uh Robert Kraft owns two planes. That's how he can make this work. Oh, Which, I have to say, it warms my middle-class heart that a guy that owns two planes still has to pay for handies. Um, that's oh, think about it. Yeah, very good. <laughs> She's, it's my sister. Yeah, great. Wonderful. <laughs> Nick Foles also got sick. He came down with a case of Minshew mania. Thank you. He got benched for Gardner Minshew. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he did. Uh, all of the eight Chargers losses are by seven points or less. Uh, they won so many moral victories. They're going to the moral Super Bowl. Uh, good luck to that team. Thank you. That team. Can I ask you one question? Yeah. So, Mom and Dad, it's not bad enough. My last name is Minshew. You had to name me Gardner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Good, good point. Thanks a lot, Mom and Dad. I appreciate it. Gardner Minshew the second. Oh, not even God. the only Gardner Minshew. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. You think you could clean that up at some point? Like, oh God, this didn't work out. Let's exactly. Do that again. <laughs> I just call him Guardy. It all works out, man. <sighs> uh, Lions lost on Thanksgiving. What else is new? Yeah, turkeys have a better record on Thanksgiving <laughs> than the Lions. <laughs> well, next year the president should pardon a couple of lions on Thanksgiving, which he'll probably do if the Lions agree to investigate Hunter Biden. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Cowboys lost. Uh, last time New Yorkers were upset this much, uh, 
uh, upset Texans this much, it was because they made salsa. New York City. New York City. (laughs) (laughs) New Yorkers brought buffaloes out west to wrangle cowboys. It was like a reverse city slickers. It was. was I like it. Yeah, works for me. My Falcons managed to lose again. Their slogan is, of course, "Rise Up." Like they knew they were going to have nowhere to go but up when they wrote the slogan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's a good point. The Falcons went with their throwback logo on Thanksgiving, hearkening back to the golden era when they were mediocre. Oh, those were good days. Yes. Um, Matt Ryan sacked nine times. Atlanta was so bad on Thanksgiving, Falcons Falcons fans had to talk politics with their families. Oh, God. Awkward. Yeah, that's... uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> you know that I put a poll out this morning on the uh, on the KQ Morning Show? What's 99% of the KQ Morning Show listeners, they did not talk any politics at Thanksgiving dinner. No, we didn't. No, we didn't either. I, I think it's amazing. I think we've graduated as a culture that that became like a cliche. Yeah. Something to yep. avoid. Yep. Yeah. I think, I think we've all embraced right. like, I, oh, that's a terrible idea. I do Let's feel do like that. this year I heard a lot less of the typical Thanksgiving spiels that you usually hear. Even online. I think people are just sick of it. Yeah. They've heard it so many times. You know, those that believe it don't feel like they're getting to anyone, which right. they're not. Right. You know. Oh, you mean the anti-Thanksgiving yeah. sentiment? Because every yeah, year yeah. it was always like, you know, pilgrims, Indians, yeah, that's colonialism, etc. I didn't et cetera. hear that this year. You're yeah. right. I think people have, they've tired themselves out saying the same thing over mm-hmm. and over. So for Colin it, Kaepernick, he went after him. Well, that's how he <laughs> makes possible, his millions, so. Is it possible that sentiment shifted to like a less, you know, delightful target like Columbus Day or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, like, we all like Thanksgiving. We don't want to ruin that. We yes. can complain right. about the same premise somewhere else. Right. Right. We're here for football, food, and sleeping. I like it. Yeah, it's Ooh, it's the best. There's no gifts. There's no greeting cards. Oh, Thanksgiving's awesome. Yep. If if you got a Thanksgiving Day card, you would actually be angry about it. You'd <laughs> be like, dude, I'm not sending you a card. We're not starting this other thing. That's funny because I got one one Thanksgiving card this year. You did? From a bank. Uh, oh, see? Yeah. He goes, oh, see? <laughs> Come on, bank. Come on, Wait a bank. month. Wait a month and send a holiday card a or holiday a happy New Year season? card or something. Exactly. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, Antonio Brown met with and gave some kids advice to, in uh, at a high school in Florida. How troubled are your teenagers? They need some words of wisdom from Antonio Brown. <laughs> Here's how you can ruin right. your life. So it's a cautionary tale. I, right. yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think it's of somebody be. worse. And you have to really stretch. Like Harvey Weinstein, maybe, or Joseph Stalin. Like you got to really... Like, Mengele. Dave, David Koresh. I don't know. David Koresh. <laughs> There's a blast from the past. There you go. Yeah. What are the characters from a fail video? Like the guy jumping off the roof trying to get into the pool and he flips oh, and falls. Yeah. Like that guy. Get that guy. That would be better than Antonio Brown. Very I mean, the most effective cautionary tales are the ones that start with, listen, I know I've I've been there, and I'm going to tell you how not to become me. Yeah, unless yes. he gave this speech in, like, juvie, there's, I don't think that he was needed to talk to the little kids about how to. Mm, yeah, I would imagine, yes. <laughs> If good. that was the tone of it, then I actually applaud the yeah. guy. But I, yeah. I, I doubt I, it. I broadly don't think that's what he does well. I, you know, he's nah, humble pretty, doesn't uh, yeah, isn't no. what he does. No. Yeah, yeah, Not a lot of humility right. there. It's true. No, no, that's true. Well, go Vikings. That's what I'm saying.
Go let's Vikings go. and Absolutely. take the Falcons with you, as we no, say every week. No, let's beat a good team tonight. It's going to be fun. I hope so. That would be mm-hmm. wonderful. And we'll we talk to you. I'm putting, I'm putting we in here. We got this. We're I good. like it. We'll talk to right. you Monday. <laughs> I'm converted. I'm a Vikings fan. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Because stocky Economopolis and quick snaps, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.